defenses. Initiate bird protocol. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your favorite bird boys back after a little hiatus. That's right, it's Bird Protocol. I'm your host, Palm Reader. And I'm Otis Morris. How's it going, man? Pretty good. That was a dramatic pause. I really like that. The length of that, it was very, um, you know, it was like a beat. It was a, it was a very dramatic pause. How about you? How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm burnt out uh, mentally, physically, but I'm feeling good. Uh, yeah, feeling a little dramatic. Feeling a little uh, dramatic. So for those who don't know, uh, who aren't part of the Discord or, or just don't know us personally, uh, we took a week off because Otis made a movie. Round of applause. Yeah. Thank you. Yay. That's me. Woohoo. Woohoo. Woo-hoo. Yes. Uh, and, yeah. uh, yeah, so, so he was off making a movie. We took a week off. We're back again. How was the movie experience? Talk to us about it. I mean, you're, you're the actual part of this duo where it's like, now we can say like, I actually do this. I'm actually in yeah. the streets, you know, like you can, we can actually claim credibility for I'm it. out here flexing. I got IMDB credits. Uh, Let's you go. Know, I've had IMDB credits, so it's, it's n- nothing major, you know. I'm getting wild, but it's all good. Uh, yeah, so uh, after previously working on a horror movie for the last couple of years with uh, my friend uh, Brian, who uh, we made Taco Dick with him, and then he made a horror movie called Snowblind. It's still in uh, post-production. And, you know, during that, I met this guy, Dan uh, McLeod, and he was the director of this movie called Regicide. And, yeah, he hired me to be a uh, camera assistant and script supervisor. And I did that job and we made a movie over 10 days and it was very hot. And it was in the middle of a fucking heat wave. We were in using an abandoned barn house that was filled with dead birds, stunk like shit. Uh, everybody was covered in sweat uh, because of COVID and stuff. We had to wear masks inside, and you know what? It was fucking really hard to breathe. But hey, you know what? Pretty sure we were all double vaxxed anyway. So like, I think like within guidelines, we didn't have to wear the masks, but like, still did. Better safe than sorry. Yeah, you know, but everyone was fucking sick. No one was like really like crazy or anything. Everyone was pretty like upfront. Everyone seemed like they're pretty very responsible people. Um, it was a generally good crew. Everybody was sick except for like one person. I, th- so, I think like, you should. I think you should quantify by saying sick, as in like. Yeah, I mean like cool. Like, like cool. Everyone was yeah. like awesome. <laughs> sorry, like, I, everybody was sick. Yeah, I was sorry, like, oh, I can't. Oh my god, just jump from talking about COVID and then using sick as like an adjective. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you made um, a movie. That's just how I speak. You sorry. made him. You think made of me him. as a Tony Hawk character. Like that was sick, gnarly, bro. Like yeah. All right, anyway, we were so, both. Everybody we're so, we're was awesome. Sorry, what? I was going to say, we're obviously not in the same room yet because we keep trying to talk over because I keep leaving pauses. But okay, finish your thought. Finish your thought. Oh, I was just going to compliment that everybody was great. Um, I'm stoked on this movie. 
I'm still currently working through my notes so that these the movie can then go into editing and whatnot. Um, yeah, uh, everyone's really cool. You should follow if you ha- if you use Facebook. There is a uh, Facebook page with a bunch of like photos and stuff. Um, I think they're setting up a uh, like a Patreon or like GoFundMe or something. So like to get some like. If you're into like cool stuff, like if you want, like I don't know what they're doing. I guess they're setting up like pre-orders for like Blu-ray and stuff like that and stuff. Like help it out if you can. It's an indie film, and you know the post. A lot of stuff can be done in post-production if we get more money. So stuff that was already pretty sick can be like a lot sicker. Like a lot stuff that's good can be a lot gooder. You know. So yeah. uh, yeah, so go check on. that out. Check out the Facebook page, Regicide. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, check out, like, add it to, like, the IMDb page. It's on there. So, like, give it, like, a good rating, even though you haven't seen it yet. And I'm sure there will be, like, a local premiere in the KW region. So check out for that in the near future, probably 2022. Hell yeah. And that's, yeah, that's my story. And, um, and Otis yeah. made a movie, and now we have, well, you, this is your second one, but you're still working on the first one. But anyway. Yeah, the, yeah, the first one is, I'm, I guess I can announce that. I'm, I guess I have announced already that I'm doing the score for the first one. And, you know, now since I have my new laptop, uh, that will be sweet because I can, uh, uh, you know, really up my uh, music production game. Also, I guess this is... I guess we haven't talked about this. Uh, fuck UPS also on some absolutely abhorrently wild behavior and just absolutely wilding on all fronts. Uh, I ordered a new laptop, a very expensive new laptop, and they just like I got it delivered to my parents' house because I didn't trust it to be delivered to my apartment. And so it, they delivered it to my parents' house. And even then, they just left it on the front doorstep of my parents. No signature, no nothing. Absolutely wild behavior. And you know what? Luckily, I was making a movie at the time and was way too tired to call them and yell them. But uh, I'm just letting you know, UPS, it's on site. And uh, you're on notice. Watch your behavior. Yeah. You're, you're on, on notice. notice. Streets is watching. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, all mail, like we order Amazon, uh, not normally, you know, anything too big, but my mom ordered uh, a, a wicker set of furniture for the house, uh, for the front of the house. And they left the, the box a very heavy box leaning against the door that opens inwards. So when I opened the door, it nearly fell onto my feet and it was not, uh, it was not a very smart move by them either, but you know, I, I think these probably because of the pandemic and I mean, everybody's fed up. It doesn't excuse poor behavior Do your job. You know? Yeah, delivery drivers are just working at like a lower quality. They just work at, I don't know, they just live at like a lower standard of life. It's just like, <laughs> dude, like, I don't know what are you, how, how do you like your shit delivered? But like, what the fuck? Like, you, like it's, that, it's like that scene from like Ace Ventura where he's just like kicking the package around. And it's just like, are you like, sometimes you just got to wonder. You yeah, really just gotta there wonder. are some questions that pop up. Well, 
uh, apologies for, for nearly interrupting. I don't even remember what I was trying to say. I probably had some funny quip about something you said. Uh, and, and yeah, you, the, you were taking a pause to think about what you had to say. And then we both started talking at the same time. So I apologize for that. Obviously we're not in studio together, uh, and it happens. Uh, but yeah, congratulations on finishing regicide, uh, finishing filming regicide. Everybody, if you're listening, go support, uh, we may, feature some of the people that worked on those films uh in the in the near future as part of bird protocol uh and i'm i throw my full support behind uh both regicide and snowblind um so go and support those if you can uh help them make something good gooder as uh, otis so uh so wonderfully put it and now yeah. let's talk about what we're actually getting together to talk about. Cause this is the first of a two part series. It's the first time we're doing a two part series mm-hmm. and we are talking about an artist, uh, a, a, a TV host, a chef, uh, a, a stoner, um, a, a wordsmith, a rapper, uh, a character, um, future uh, mayor of New York City, possibly you know? he, the man, the myth, <laughs> the legend. We are talking about Action Bronson and by proxy, many of his uh, his rogues gallery of uh, of friends. But today we're going to focus solely on Action Bronson, the rapper. Uh, next week we are going to talk about Action Bronson, the television star the character we're going to cover fuck that's delicious we're going to cover traveling the stars we're going to cover his late night show on vice we're going to cover the youtube Mm -hmm. stuff we're going to cover all that next week along with all of the characters and uh and and you know so we'll be talking about body shut up but shut up big body bez we're going to talk about mayhem loren we're going to talk about the alchemist who could get his own episode because he's the fucking alchemist really um and uh and all of those the the his fine feathered friends that are that are uh, part of that uh, grander world, but today's all about Bam Bam Baklava himself. We're talking about Action Bronson, someone who has been a part of our lives for all of our friendship, uh, and yep. and has been around even before then for both of us. He's uh, uh, started as just like a, a, a an absolute warrior. Uh, on on his first couple mixtapes, and uh, and has just ascended alone on the sheer will of his uh, of his want to be an artist and his skill, and uh, you know he's 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 not really like he's a mainstream ma- rapper, but I wouldn't call him uh, a pop rapper. He is a hip hop's uh, or a hip hop artist's hip hop mm-hmm. artist, uh, and uh, he's and, a rapper's rapper. Yeah, he's a rapper's yeah. rapper. And, uh, and he's got bars. There is no way around it. That man is a prison. They should call him, they they should call him Alcatraz Bronson because he's got so many bars. I don't know what joke I was making there. Uh, anyway, he's, he's got, he's an incredible mixtape artist. He's got so many dope features. He's, uh, drops the most insane and obscure, uh, cooking metaphors, uh, uh, old sports metaphors, uh, like wrestling, lat- wrestling, fashion, bodybuilding, uh, strange. Yeah. Like I've never heard somebody rap so many lines about ballet and like synchronized dancing. Very strange. 
it's, it's I love it. It's it's he's an incredible, incredible rapper. And as I said, we've been we part of our friendship when we were at a point when Otis and I lived together. And after the fact, we had uh, the Frico Rico Action Bronson. I think it was uh, one of the LPs that had the artwork in it, and That's, you had put uh, it on Mr. the wall. Wonderful. Yeah, Mister Wonderful. And uh, and and yeah, we've just been huge fans of Action Bronson. So this is Bird Protocol, the Action Bronson episode, part one. I guess Action Bronson, part one, Action Bronson. I don't know. I don't know how we'll name it. We'll figure it out. Um, but uh, but um, yeah, the music. Yeah, I guess Action Bronson videos, part one, the know. music, uh, or you know something like that. Anyway, funny story. I've been trying for weeks to get Action Bronson to to send me a voice note of him saying uh listen to bird protocol or fuck bird protocol or or this is action bronson bird protocol i just wanted him to say bird protocol but he just never answered me <laughs> i i tried yeah, I, I tried over and tried. over again i thought like that would be the most amazing way to start the episode but obviously uh you know uh bronsolino's busy uh with his new child uh, and his uh, his newfound love for the gym, he's lost a ton of weight, and uh, now he's probably going to be in strongman competitions too. He went from rapping about bodybuilding to literally building his body, so um, that's wild. Uh, but 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 again, this is just about the music. So let's start it off. What is where did how did you come to hear Action Bronson the first time, and uh, and you know. Talk a little bit about your history with him, and then I'll do mine. Okay. Well, I have been a longtime fan of Action Bronson. I would say I'm I'm a day one fan. I will say that. I will advocate that for myself. Because uh, I found... I was shown Action Bronson in high school by my friend Jesse Cordero. Shout out to Jesse Cordero. I still play Call of Duty with him every so often, but not so much because i literally just deleted call of duty so anyway but he's but uh me and jesse used to listen to like just underground hip-hop and shit and just like a lot of new york stuff and so we were super big into like a lot of new york stuff a lot of boston stuff just that northeast stuff and so we were big fans of static selecta at the time and Static Selecta is still fucking sick. Yeah, still, shout out Static like, Selecta. I, I still think it's absolutely crazy that Emerson has a Static Selecta beat. That's still crazy to me. Shout out Emerson. I love Static Selecta. So the first thing I heard by Action Bronson was Well Done, which was his album, which was all produced by Static Selecta. And then, because I liked that so much, I also listened to his other album, which was called, like, Dr. Lecter at the time. And then he had an assortment of, like, mixtapes and just, like, random songs and singles and, like, shit. And, like, he instantly just became, like, my favorite rapper because, like, he rapped about all of, like, my favorite shit. Like, pro wrestling, just, like, dumb shit. All his songs were just, like, just ridiculous stories that like were are very obviously not true like <laughs> and just like the way he like raps about like on um, like i don't know eating a sandwich next to like a hooker or something like that it's just <laughs> yeah. 
he's the imagery is hilarious. He just he raps about he's like, yeah, I'm on a yacht with like three Korean businessmen, and I'm making them like sous vide mm-hmm. uh, steak, uh, and and I have uh, someone coming to to bring me fresh uh, basil from the coast of Italy. Like he's just he just the imagery is so bombastic and insane that it's like but it's also rooted in his love for for food and his like mm-hmm. he he's like from New York right he's from Queens uh yeah. and and he's um Albanian and, and Jewish and uh and he he had been all over the world um uh and uh and had traveled around he was before he was rapping like he had a show called Action in the Kitchen uh, yeah, and, which you uh, can still find on YouTube. Yeah, you can still find sure. on YouTube. And he was he was like a serious chef. Like he, so he he pumps that knowledge of like new of New York, of hip hop, of food, of it's it just he just raps about the things that he knows and loves, and it really like shines through. Um, so I really relate to that. Me for me, uh, I found Action Bronson. Uh, I think it was in 2012. He did a he did a couple different features. I remember Elimination Chamber with Earl Sweatshirt and Vince Staples and Domo Genesis uh, yeah. from then the Alchemist produced it from No Idols. Um, mm-hmm. He was also That's on uh, uh, what's the Chance the Rapper song? How come I can't remember it? Smoke again? Uh, no, not Smoke again. Um, it's on Acid Rap. Uh, yeah, I I'm gonna figure it out. I can't believe I forgot this right now. And I was but just yeah, he was listening on to that. It. He featured on some Mac Miller stuff back then. Like he was oh, on. Nana, that's the song. Nana on, on, yeah, he was on a bunch of different stuff. So I had heard him like he was bubbling, and then in 2012 when he released Rare Chandeliers because it was a collaboration with The Alchemist. I kind of had heard him around and stuff, but I don't think that I had listened to uh, Dr. Lecter or, or Well Done or Blue Chips until I heard Rare Chandeliers. And then I went back and I, and I listened to a bunch of the stuff from the year or two before. And then from then on, it was just like I had bought in, right? Like once, yeah. once I, had, I had heard Rare Chandeliers and Sob Stories, like strictly for my Jeeps, come on, man. Like I saw that video, I was sold. I was like, this dude is unreal, unreal. Yeah. And that was, and then, you know, rare chandeliers, you can't beat alchemist production. And that's rare chandeliers is like, he's done like three different tapes with alchemists. Like they're homies. I think so. Yeah. And, uh, and but- like, yeah, just from there I was in, I, 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 I believe rare chandeliers was the first one I heard plus some features here and there and whatever. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I went back, um, and, uh, listened to blue chips, which had just come out earlier that year. And, uh, which is awesome. I love blue chips. I think that's my favorite action Bronson mixtape. Yeah. It's really many good songs on it. Like pouches of tuna is easily my favorite song has easily one of my favorite just loops. It's perfect. And the other thing that's crazy about it is you go back and you look at, at him, with all of the the um on well done uh on on blue chips 
you know, you see, and even in, in the in the features that he did, like that elimination chamber with Earl Sweatshirt and Vince Staples, like all the people that he was surrounding himself with uh, were people who wound up um, becoming like relatively well known uh and and well uh um appreciated yeah yeah, it's with like he has like a lot of like really good like even on rare chandeliers like he has like newer guys like schoolboy q on it and then he also had like evidence on it uh and then as always there's always a big body feature a mayhem loran feature yeah and then like yeah, there's just crazy shit. And he like I like that he always works with like producers. That's like a big thing. I, I love like projects because like blue chips talking about that one, like it's all like just random samples, like and then there's just random commercial samples and shit like that. It's hilarious. And like it's very action bronson for him to have like a sports commercial at the end of a song. Yeah. And he, and also like you look at that. I remember Rare Chandeliers. Um, they it's got Rock Marciano on it. Uh, he's got Styles P on one of the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that Sylvester Lundgren song with Mayhem Loren and AG De Coroner. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's got shit with Sean P. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, yeah, the Demolition Man with Schoolboy Q. And he was appearing on other people's albums too. And, and Rare Chandeliers has like the sickest cover. Him with the shotgun with the wolf wolf head oh, hat. Yeah. And, like all the car. Well, dude, the song, the symbol, the, the symbol, the music video for the symbol is probably like one of my top three favorite music videos of all time. Is that time. the one where he's like, it's like a... Uh, yeah, like he's, a he's wearing like a blonde skill. wig and it's like yeah, an exploitation yeah, 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 yeah. movie. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, the uh, uh, and then yeah, and then sab stories or sob stories, which had like strictly for my Jeep. He had the yeah. seven series triplets with Prodigy and Raekwon, like the rockers with Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, that man, that that that's a sick song. Yeah, strictly for my Jeep, triple triple backflip. Um, that's those are all Harry Fraud beats, like. Yeah, I love it. And then, of course, you have Blue Blue Chips, too, which uh, he had the Twin Peugeot with Big Body Bez and Mac Miller. I love that song. Um, Rolling guess, Thunder, uh, The Dawn's Cheek. Oh, my God. I forgot that song. It is, oh. The song names are so good. Anyway, um, I should round out this by saying, so before Otis and I became friends, we both had known Action Bronson. And when we were becoming friends we connected on a lot of our musical interests and likes. And when we both found out we liked action Bronson, it was over. It was a wrap. Um, but I've been in, I might not be as you, it was probably around the same time that we both found him. Um, but, but he had already, by the time I was, he had already put out blue chips and well done and Dr. Lecter. So I wouldn't say I'm a day one, but I'm, I'm grandfathered in at this point, you know, I've been around and watching since the, uh, since the 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 start of his journey and uh what a journey it's been um how many albums and mixtapes does he have out it's a lot he has a uh, lot of music he's got out. at least 
probably 15 like projects out there and the thing is a lot of like these early ones now like blue chips one and two and rare chandeliers you can't find really i think you might find them on like soundcloud but you can't Uh, find like on any mainstream stuff because there's so many uncleared samples and then rare chandeliers I think it's specifically because he has beef with like Vice music and stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, and then, and we'll get to that. He has he has five six albums, although White Bronco and Well Done. I think White Bronco is an album. Well Done was a mixtape. No, well, no, well Done's an album. Oh, it's, it's an just, album. It's, it's all Static Selecta beats. Yeah. So he has Doctor Lecter, Well Done, Mister Wonderful, Blue Chips, Seven Thousand. White Bronco and Only for Dolphins, which came out last year. Um, and then he has Bon Appetit Bitch, which I've actually never heard. I didn't know. It That's a, it's just like a giant compilation of like all his old stuff. Like I, I actually have it. Like it's just, yeah, it's just a lot of his old songs and like his first like early singles. Um, yeah. And then there's Blue Chips, Rare Chandeliers, Blue Chips 2. Then there's The Program, uh, which is a self-released EP. Sob Stories, which was with Harry Fraud. Uh, The Program was with Don Producci. Blue Chips and Blue Chips 2 are party supplies. Rare Chandeliers, The Alchemist. Lamb Over Rice is The Alchemist. Uh, and well done is with completely with static selected, but on all of his albums, like his main albums, especially Mr. Wonderful blue chips, 7,000 white Bronco and only for dolphins. You see a lot of the, these same producers come back around. Mm-hmm. Like there's tra- yeah. production from the alchemist production from Harry fraud. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, man, uh, a lot of music out there. He's got a lot of music. Uh, and, uh, he did tons and tons of features. Uh, what's the bird on a wire? <laughs> with oh Riff yeah. Raff. Bird on the wire. Him and Riff Raff is easily just one of the just best songs of all time. I think that is one of my certified chiller party songs. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm a certain level at a party, bird on a wire is going to come on and, some people don't know it and when they hear it they respect it it is easily probably the best riff raff verse of all time shout out riff raff everybody hates riff raff and that's then that was young uh iceberg simpson yeah uh riff raff a young skinny yeah riff raff very thin i was drug user before the steroids came in Really? Wow, up. it's crazy too. You look at you look at his uh his um features and it's wild, dude. He has in 2010, okay, that's all like Mayhem Loren, Mayhem Loren. He's on uh, Money is Reality with Static Selecta and Terminology. Uh he's got a song with Static Selecta Terminology and Bun B. On Population Control from Static Selectus thing, uh, Static Selectus album Population Control. He was on a song Meteor Hammer with the Wu Tang Clan and Terminology. He was on mm-hmm. 
an uh, Asher Roth track from Pabst and Jazz, one of Asher Roth's yeah. best tapes. He, That's he, see these first couple like early ones, like his stuff with like terminology and like apathy. Like that's the stuff where I like found Action Bronson through is that, and then that this Asher Roth album, well, Paps and Jazz, is great. That mixtape or album, I don't know what you would classify it as, is probably one of the most underrated like projects there is. It is so fucking good. I think Asher Roth in general gets like isn't given the respect he deserves because of I Love College. Like I think yeah. that I think they milked him for that hit. And it made it probably made it probably still makes him money, but like, oh yeah, but like that he they milked him for that, and then they were like, we don't know what to do with him because Asher Roth really was like one of the preeminent like new new rap people. Like I don't know what you would call it, new yeah. wave of rap in the 2010s, uh -huh. 2000 whatever. You know, you have rap breaking off into new subgenres, and there's there's crossover between things and stuff. And Asher Roth was like. He was just a couple years too early, but he's still respected. Mm -hmm. He's a rapper's rapper. Like his last project that he just put out, oh my god, what's it called? It's really good. No, no. he has that one that's like it has like a lot of like psych rock influence and stuff. That one's sick. Oh, Retro Hash. Yeah, Retro Hash is sick. Uh, Flowers, Flowers on the Weekend is the one that came out last year. If you like hip hop, if you like hip hop, hip hop, and you, you want something a little bit more chilled, a little bit more subdued, imagine like a uh more calm and a little bit more intellectual mac miller flowers on the weekend is outstanding it's it's fantastic record um but yeah no looking at all this so then you start you you see starts you see him start going up he has a song with smoke smoke dizza he has uh, a song with uh n-o-r-e he's got domogenesis the alchemist space Go ghost perp earl sweatshirt um large professor cormega rock marciano saigon uh, he's on the Alchemist, Smoke Dizza again, Rock Marciano, French Montana, and then and Mayhem Loren, Rock, Rock Marciano. That starts building up here, and then you have One Train in 2013, which was like I think put him on a map in a in a completely yeah. different way because he was on a, a song with ASAP Rocky, Kendrick Lamar, Joey Badass, Danny Brown, Yellow Wolf, and Big Crit. And that was, then, the, that was like the last like great like posse cut i think i don't know maybe there's better but like that's the last one i'm remembering where there's like just absolute just verses okay so i must have known him before this because it says that 2013 was the chance the rapper like nana feature and i feel like i knew him before that because i remember seeing acid rap and being excited that he was on it so i feel like i probably have found him not from that, but from a different song. It might have been the one with uh, Earl Sweatshirt and um, Vince Staples, uh, and uh, and and the Alchemist and Domogenesis. I'm not sure, uh, but anyway, I found I I'd found him before then. But here you see it starts going up. He's on. He's with Joey Badass. Uh, he's Mac Miller, Red Dot Music. He was on instruction manuals with ASAP Ferg and Riff Raff. Uh, you know, it just keeps going up. Boldy James, Flatbush Zombies, um, more Rock Marcy, The Alchemist. Uh, it just keeps going up and up. Absol. Yeah. He just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Danny Brown songs. 
man, and his features are so good too. Like I'm reading through yeah. this stuff and I'm like, oh my God. Oh, he's on Dudley Boys with uh with West Side Gun. Right. Yeah. Man, I love Action Bronson. I'm just like reading through this and I'm like, wow, this is incredible. Cause everybody he works with is like sick. He's got a song with Royce to Five Nine and Black Thought. Like, come on, man. Yeah, Action Bronson, like he only works with like sick people. Like he only works with the, like just awesome rappers. And I like, love the fact that he just does like one of my favorite things about Bronson is that he just lives the way that he wants to live. You know what I mean? Like he just manifests his stuff. I don't say he manifested and we're like, I'm going to manifest doing this, but he was like, oh, I'm going to make a TV show where I get stoned and watch ancient aliens with other rappers. Yeah. It's like, what? And then he did it. And then he did it. And it's crazy. And and even with his the out al- with his albums, like all of his album artwork and stuff is interesting and cool. Oh yeah. And like it's not boring and it's not expected. It's different. And and even like his his personality is woven so deeply into his music and into himself. It's like when you talk about someone being an artist, yeah. he is an artist. He he paints the, he painted yeah. the covers f- cover for his last two albums, White Bronco and Only for Dolphins. He has art shows. He he had he's done cooking, television. Mm. Like this man is just like unbelievable. Yeah. All the- of his albums have like conceptualized art. Like Mr. Wonderful has like all the Frico Rico stuff, like Action Bronze or the Rare Chandeliers has all the like exploitation stuff. The blue chips, they all like the mixtapes have are references to the movie blue chips, you know. And they have and, sick covers like the blue chips with him like yelling at the coach, like that yeah. scene from the movie. Oh, it's it's so good. And he just he keeps, you know, he keeps doing stuff. And the great thing about it is that he keeps kind of reinventing mm-hmm. himself. Like if the Mr. Wonderful Blue Chip 7000 action Bronson to the white Bronco slash only for dolphins action Bronson. You can see the growth like the, the, his, his soul is still there, but I think with him traveling, doing fuck that's delicious and touring and doing all these things, you see all of these influences Mm -hmm. starting to come in like on white Bronco and only for dolphins. And even with, um, uh, lamb over rice, the samples that are being used are like, old it's a lot of like international stuff yeah it's like it's like old like iranian pop hits and shit like that and like albanian guitars and it's just so cool i just love everything about the direction that he pushes it's it's funny because you can like track it too because there's like uh mixtapes where like there's a lot of like like uh latin and like caribbean music samples and you're just like he definitely got stoned and was like in the Caribbean for a while. I was just like, fucking sample this. Yeah. Well, it's crazy because you look at it, you can see, and that's, again, it's, it, it, to me, that shows real artistry and versatility is that being able to be like, hey, I want to incorporate these sounds and these ideas into my music because I like it. You know, like I've always said that, that if you're a rap rapper and you only listen to rap music, you're doing yourself a disservice 
Yeah, because well, you're there's missing. that episode of uh, Fuck That's Delicious where they're in Jamaica, I think, and they find the dude singing on the street, and then they go to a studio and get that guy to sing on the, the song. Face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that song's that, yeah. that song's fire. It's on his SoundCloud. It's uh, his Nobody name's Jaw Tiger, I think. I miss a two face. Na, 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 na. A- that song's oh my god, that's so good. And I and you and I love it too because he's built this like normally I hate saying like oh building a brand or whatever, but he's built this like cross platform existence where he like he brings everybody into his i mean i don't want to spoil talking about next week too much because fuck that's delicious about fuck that's delicious is like one of my favorite tv shows of all time and it's a real comfort Mm -hmm. watch i've watched the whole series probably like five or six times um i i love that show and i love it because it reminds me of me and you and our friends and um and it also just is so honest and so it's so crude at times but it it's honest in the way it is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's really how he, how he is. And he manages to bring the stuff that happens in the show into the albums and he'll reference stuff from the show or he'll reference stuff that he, uh, that he has done. And you'll know that he has done it because it was, uh, something he talked about in an interview or whatever. Like he just Mm -hmm. is completely himself in his art. There's not like a lot of lying. Uh, the lying it's not lying but the 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 tales that are spun are spun in a sense of him really recalling kind of like bombastic storytelling rap like the rap from the age of wu-tang and stuff like that where it wasn't necessarily about telling a true story it was about creating these kind of like tapestries of of words and visions and cause you know, Wu Tang sat around and rapped mm-hmm. around about like the 36 change chambers and Shaolin yeah. fighting techniques and stuff like none yeah. of them had that yeah. in New York, you know, but they're yeah. telling that story and that's where Bronson pulls it from. But I, I, I don't want to say it's lying because it's creating a narrative within a story. No, but it's like a, it's like a, a character that he basically manifested from the start. Like his name, is action Bronson Bronson be like Charles Bronson, like the fucking, the fucking badass action guy from death wish and shit. So, and then action, like he's like an action star. Like that's when you think about it, like the shit he raps about, he raps like he is like, like he's, he raps like he's Sylvester Stallone. He raps like he's a fucking superstar. And yeah. like, he's manifested that into becoming that like, and that's what I was talking about when I said manifestation. Like, I don't think he yeah. sat around and is like, all the energies of the earth come to me to yeah. manifest. I just think he had a clear view of who he was yeah. and the character that he was going to create and where they intersect and where they bisect yeah. each other and where they veer off. And he just stuck with it. Yeah. You know, he rapped about crazy shit and like just absolutely like insane scenarios to the point where he has shows of him just doing these insane scenarios. I'm eating jerk chicken with the alchemist in fucking downtown Philadelphia. Body might stab a guy. It's on camera. What up? <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, and then. And, yeah. and, and, and you got to love it. Like you got to love the tenacity. Yeah. You got to love the creativity. I mean, he was on. Okay. So this is crazy. This is a crazy drop. 
Um, Anthony Bourdain, I know you have a, you have a bit about him, but we're going to, aside from that, he had a show called the layover in like 2011, 2010, and it was on the travel channel and he would travel to cities and he would stay, uh, in, uh, in the city layover for, cities. yeah, in layover cities oh. for a couple hours. Right. And, uh, and, or for a couple days, like uh, overnight. And he would go and yeah. tell you where to go and do all this stuff. And there's an episode where he's in New York and he goes to Queens. And in that episode, there's a young man who comes out and on the street interviews. And he says, my name's action Bronson. I'm a chef. I'm a rapper. Uh, Queens is my home. Queens is where I'm from. This is my corner. Big. And you know, I don't know who Big Body Bez or that might have been when Bez was in the uh, penitentiary. But uh, some there's some other large husky men behind him bobbing and weaving. And he's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. He's like, in a couple of years, I'm going to put this place on the map. You're going to know me. And like he knew even then, like that's where he that that was what his destiny was. And yeah. it's like amazing to see him fulfill that and to see him grow and to spread and then to kind of step into at a certain point he was like oh i'm more than just the rap i'm the tv star i'm the character i'm the painter i'm talented and blah 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 which is stuff he rapped about in his first tape saying oh yeah i just sold a painting to blah blah blah, blah or you know stand in front of canvas what's the hand what's the line uh, I can't remember. It'll come to me. But anyway, there's like, he talks about like being a painter and doing all these things and, and becoming a TV star, like you said, and all these different, and being a movie star, he rapped about being in a Martin Scorsese movie so many times that he wound up in a Martin Scorsese movie. Yep. Like that's and probably hard. one of the best scenes. That's of the hard. Irishman. That's crazy dog. Like that's yeah. so hard. Like what? I love it. And like, let's not even, we've been gushing about his career path and the fact that he has tons of music and all the features he did that are good. But at the end of the day, as I said before, he has bars. Like he is yeah. a rapper's rapper. And a lot of the things that he says can oftentimes leave you feeling uh, excited, but confused, somewhat scared. <laughs> you know, he's like rapping. <laughs> like You're like, you're like, did he really just say that? Like, I can't, I, I gotta look up something. We gotta find something here. But, uh, let's see. Action Bronson, Bronson best lines. Let's see. Uh, I'm not exactly flawless, but I'm gorgeous like a horse's. Things change now. My dashboard's wooden, all black bends like a young Doc Gooden. Like, come on. <laughs> All I do is eat oysters and speak six languages in three voices. Yeah. Came out the pussy wearing Tim's. Oh my Lord. It's him. <laughs> yeah. It's me. That's one of the best <laughs> ad libs to his ad lib. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they thought body was Bruce Willis in Morocco. Like I said, they'll never find you in a pot roast. Yeah. Which is that's... true. Cause if you watch the episode where they go to Morocco, big body always just pretends to be like, yeah, I'm a rat. I'm a superstar. Yeah. It's hilarious. Uh, from falconry. Uh, now I'm sitting in first class with a hard dick listening to German guitar riffs. <laughs> <laughs> like these, it's so quotable. It's so good. And you know, he has had a bit of controversy because of how much he kind of sounds like Ghostface killer. 
Um, and there was like a little bit of a beef there. I mean, they were cool at first. And then I think things got a little bit twisted through the uh, social media, internet grapevine. And then it came to, because I don't think that Action ever said anything really bad about the Wu-Tang Clan or about. No, it's just people just like, we're like, he sounds and raps like him. And it's like, well, the voice thing you can't really control. That's literally, that's just how he sounds. Like he's not, that's not putting on a voice. That's how Action Bronson sounds. Yeah. And then the fact that he raps about food and extra- extravagant shit, it's like, well, he's literally a chef and, you know, he loves wild shit. So I think at first people gave him shit, but I think as time has come, people are more like, oh, they just, just whatever. It's just similar. Like it happens. <laughs> yeah. And then they, then I guess one of them said, I don't know if it was either it, it, it got twisted through the internet and then I think both of them got defensive over nothing. I think since they've squashed it, like I think it's done, but it was like a thing for yeah, a while right. where people were like, Oh, action Bronson's trying to like copy Ghostface, even though they have a song together from like 2011, they're like, Oh, he's trying to, you know, he's trying to copy they're trying blah, blah, blah. And it just it somehow through the internet, they, they both responded to the internet's like general buzz. And then it got back to one another, the way that they responded. And then they got mad. And then, yeah, it was, it's, uh, yeah, I remember it was, it was mainly just a, yeah, it was mainly just like a lot of more internet stirring the pot than there was actual like beef. Yeah. Uh, which is really whatever I think. And plus that happened when action Bronson was like a new rapper. So, you know what, if anything, it just gave him more press of anything, especially with old head dudes that would care so much about a guy sounding like fucking Raekwon or whatever. And, you know, yeah, and those are the type of fans. That, that's his demographic of dudes that were gonna like his early shit at the time. Now, like Action Bronson, as we said, like he just does his own shit. Like if you played his newer albums, like people would be like, "Huh?" Like because it's just him over like Eastern European samples, just rapping about fucking strange foods and wrestling moves. And it's like, yeah. if you're not tapped into that, like. Okay, because like none of his shits like trying to appeal to a mainstream audience now. Like he tried. Like I would say, like probably <laughs> Mr. Wonderful and Blue Chip Seven Thousand were probably his like two albums that were like if he's gonna break through big mainstream, that's gonna be it. But like, well, he did. I mean, I mean, Mr. Wonderful was huge. Yeah, no, oh, like yeah. the like Baby Blue is like a hit, like a fucking absolute hit, like pop oh, I love single that rap song. song. Chance the Rapper, and great song. It's an absolute fantastic song, oh. but I don't think he would make that song now. Now he's like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do a random beat that fucking Alchemist made, and if I'm gonna have a fucking feature on it, it's gonna be either like a random dude from the street or it's gonna be Mayhem. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's good. Like he solidified his, his what? Like he solidified mm-hmm. himself. There's so many lines. I'm looking at some of the lines from, uh, from Mr. Wonderful. 
twisted off the Jankum watching Iron Chef, the secret ingredient was lion's was neck. Was lion's neck. Yeah. <laughs> wild. Absolutely wild. I know you see me on the TV looking like a hunk of beef when I smile your baby mama shit at dungarees. That's so hard. Uh, yeah, he's it's, got he's insane just I, I it's there's so many things. Uh my face is silky like a tablecloth, my shorty gallop in the morning on the beach like a Chilean horse. But he says <laughs> Chilean horse <laughs> with his New York Queens. Uh yeah, he's his wild. And you know, like it's crazy to when somebody puts out that much work and it's like, the thing is that all of the album, like all of the stuff that he's put out is all quality. Like, yeah. I don't think and that like, I've listened to anything that he's put out and have not like audible, like not audibly, yeah. but visibly made like a stink face while listening to it. Like the, if you love rap, you have to listen to Bronson. You because really have like he's such a good like I'm, I just found like a really good bar from Hookers at the Point, which is him rapping about hookers, and he raps from the perspective of a hooker, a pimp, and I forget what else. I think somebody paying them. So like as the pimp, he's like the name's Silk, but all the bitches call me Montel. Split the Marvel with the soft top, not the hard shell. Three shades of green suit hat and matching lizards. Eight bitches look like they straight from the Alaska Alaskan blizzard. And it's like you can imagine that. Like now, yeah. I'm just thinking is, of is a he's, pimp in he's a so. And the thing is that his met, his metaphors or the or his like uh, references are crazy. Like, what's the one song he's got? A, I got a team of hoes like I'm Pat Summit. And Pat Summit was like an American woman's college basketball head coach. With yeah. with over a thousand <laughs> career wins, like that's such a niche line, and yeah. but like he just throws it all in, and then you're like, yeah, he does. You don't even need to know who Pat Summit is. Uh, I love all his uh, songs named after obscure wrestlers. Like, uh, what's he got? He's got Ron. Well, Ron Simmons isn't really that obscure, but like, uh, what's the one? Fuck, on. Yeah, Barry Horowitz is the guy that pats himself on the back. Uh, yeah, it's, it's got a bunch. But even now, he's got, like, more named after wrestlers. He's got the Rockers. That's named after wrestlers. Hit you with the drop kick, Marty Jannetty. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's like... Okay, and then there's La Luna from Blue Chips 7 thousand asian shooter with the blonde hair street fighter character fuck around and suplex him through the salad bar my life is greenlit no script and we know that money be the motive of this whole shit bitch i'm focused like none other than the number one don dada drop top jokes on youngster now look at him looking slim like the red 89 testarosta with the wing like it's just <laughs> hard like he just uh he just had I'm, this is one night only dragon versus Phoenix. I think I'll fuck around and throw Aladdin on the remix. <laughs> you can never score a point against my defense for years. My mind be going off the deep end. Uh, like Tom Hanks with a soccer ball. You got turned into a taco on. Huh? They thought body was Bruce Willis in Morocco. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my God. It's just so good. 
everything is good. I, I can't like, I can't even, I would even say, uh, that he like, again, we were talking about how he's grown and, and changed, changed things and like brought in different stuff that, you know, there's, if you blue chip 7,000 and Mr. Wonderful are definitely more pop oriented, like they're more marketed towards kind of like the broader audience. But if you go back before that, like blue chips and blue chips Two, and rare chandeliers and a lot of his earlier stuff is very, very much like rap rap. And now you're right. Yeah. He's definitely getting into like his experimenting stage, but I love it. Cause I thought only for dolphins and, and, um, white Bronco are both great records. White Bronco is more of like a rap rap record, but only for yeah. dolphins is like wild dude. It's got some wild mm. stuff on there. Like what are his songs? Uh, only for dolphins. There's the one, what's the one that has the like Latin, uh, well, there's Latin Grammys. Well, Latin Grammys has a crazy, crazy beat. Uh, Is but that on I'm lamb f- over rice. I lamb over rice has like traveling or descended of the stars. Oh yeah. Uh, Oh, Mongolia. The song with hologram and mayhem. Loren. Crazy. Crazy. Oh yeah. Derringer is another rapper that he, uh, he doesn't, uh, or he, or another Producer. producer, sorry, that he works with regularly. Um, yeah. Derringer, he does all of the <clears throat> Griselda shit. Like all the, Griselda, all the Griselda. Griselda. I love Griselda. Yeah, no, this it's crazy, but you get so much stuff. Like, uh, you get, there's so much stuff on only for dolphins. That's just like the samples are wild. It's like weird, uh, you know, like like Latin string quartets and and like just wild stuff, wild stuff. The song Goldeneye is also crazy. Uh, it's it's just so I can't even begin. Like I can't stop singing singing the praises of Action Bronson. I think that he's just an incredible rapper, and he's he's cultivated an incredible. Uh, artist character uh you know he's he's moved beyond i feel like some rappers they get stuck in like this idea of of that they're a rapper and they don't move beyond the idea of them being an artist do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah no it makes sense uh because like action bro he continuously does shit like that like just makes no sense yeah, he has his like, own this olive is, oil. This is a man living his best life. But he went and made Truly. his own olive oil. Like, yeah. <laughs> what? Like, what are we talking about here? You know, you, like, you, there's a line in a song I was listening today. It's like I've made more money off of selling molasses or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's the what's the one song with the line where he's like, "Go ahead and eat your pudding." It, it took uh, ten alligators' lives. Uh, or I took 10 alligators lives for what I'm about to put my foot in or something like that. I can't remember, but he's talking about shoes. Oh my God. I just, I listened to a bunch of it today and it's just words, 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 rap, 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 words, words, words. And the whole time you're just like, damn, this guy's going crazy. Like that's, that's the thing is that like every Bronson project you put it on and it's like, as I've previously said, probably twice this episode, 
you put it on and every song there's a moment where you're like, oh, damn, uh, damn. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just making, oh, God damn. Like, it's wild. It's truly wild. And you got to love him for him, his personality. And as I said, his personality shines through. Uh, and and he's just very, very talented. Um, if you had to pick an album, uh, what what would be your favorite album or or uh, I mean, we can split it up into mixtapes and albums or, you know, if you had to give you a, give give a top three, what do you think your top three would be? Uh, for me, my top three are personally Blue Chips. The first Blue Chips is my favorite project. And then I probably put like uh, Rare Chandeliers and Mr. Wonderful. Those are probably like my top three on just favorites. Yeah, Uh, I I think I I would agree. I I might put Blue Chips 2 and Blue Chips. Like, they're both amazing. Like, Blue Chips 2 is sick, too. Uh, Just because, like, those albums, like, did some, like, Pouches of Tuna is the reason I know who Rock Marciano is. And, like, that's, and that's, like, one of the best songs. As I've said before, it's one of my favorite samples. Just the simplicity of the party supply samples and just how easy the loops are. And the fact that you can tell that literally they just made it in like somebody's apartment and they just sampled shit off of YouTube. Oh, yeah. I like but it. You, it has a very I, DIY feel to it. But I love I love that, though. Yeah. I love going back and listening. This is the thing that I always think about because like sometimes I think about, oh, I should take down my old uh, my old eps or my old mixtapes and stuff like that because it doesn't sound as good but then i think about it and i'm like listening to stuff like this like you can tell that uh the 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 blue chips was like you said recorded in like a room or like in somebody's basement oh my god and it's got thug love story yeah it's probably one of my favorite action bronson songs of all time too thug love story uh, oh, this I forgot how Ron good this Simmons, one is. Uh, Ron's hookers at the point. Uh, expensive the point. pens. It's one of my favorite songs. It has one of my favorite music videos as well. Wow, yeah, it's just a lot of yeah. Good blue stuff chips, there. blue chips one and blue chips two are both outstanding. Um, I think blue chip seven hundred is good, but like if we're talking about top yeah. three, I, I'm well, gonna that has uh. Do rag versus headband, which is that song uh, goes a top tier song. Stupid hard. When in the I video. die, make sure you spend my blood, blood on, on a BMW. BMW. Unreal, is. unreal. Um, yeah, that song goes hard. I also like uh, "Let Me Breathe," the Harry Fraud produced one. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, let me breathe for a minute. White Range Rover. Oh, was it White Range Rover? With a, uh, I was just listening to it. I was like, bam, bam, about to put a mansion on the beach. Uh, yeah, that song's fire. Uh, oh, White Range Rover blowing trees all in it. That's what it is. I don't know why my mind mind blanked there. Um, yeah, just outstanding. Blue Chips is good. Uh, Blue Chips too. Obviously, Mr. Wonderful. I think Mr. Wonderful is like probably like if we're talking about studio albums is his like pinnacle. I think mm-hmm. that, that that album has so many good and I love all the interludes in it, too. 
um, uh, the interludes in it where he has all the people from like the streets talking. Like there's that yeah. one, uh, he has the thug love story 2017 where the guy's like talking and he's like singing. It's just recorded on the side of the street. It's got falconry acting crazy. Uh, Terry, the rising baby blue, uh, only in America, easy rider, which is a crazy, yeah, crazy song. That's another one. That's another also fantastic video. It's literally just, he just redoes easy rider. But that guitar, that gu- the chapel. Yeah, the guitar sample that, the like, oh, it's so mm-hmm. good. Obviously produced by Party Supplies. Um, yeah, and oh, I didn't know Baby Blue was produced by Mark Ronson. That makes sense though, because it's you know. And yeah. what acting crazy was produced by Noah Forty Shabib? That's wild. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I feel like I should have known that. Um, Yeah, that album is, I think, Mr. Wonderful, yeah, uh, is probably the pinnacle. But, I mean, all of his albums are so good. Like, we're we're talking, we're mincing, you know, if you like Action Bronson and you know what you're bought in for listening to Mm -hmm. Action Bronson, then, like, all of his albums, you're going to be like, this is sick as hell, you know? (laughs) Yeah, and I guess this is something we should talk about, too, is the through line of basically all of his albums that the first track and the last track of pretty much more or less all of his albums all have what we would have come to know and love and recite ourselves. The great big body Bez and his body wisdom known as bodyisms. Yeah. Big body Bez is, I mean, uh, where is, Body language. Where's body language? Um, where is it? Where, where, is, where it? is it, Al? Where is it? Huh? We need Where's it. Body language. The streets need it. I need it to live. I will die if I don't get body language soon. Okay, so we should probably explain. Big Body Bez is uh, is um, uh, a musical artist, a mm-hmm. uh, force of nature, a hype man, um, a motivational speaker. A, uh, 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 a poet, a poet, uh, a, a leather philosopher, a philosopher. A oh my God. He's he a salesman, is a, a lover, a father, a, a man of many situations. Who knows? <laughs> you, you can't even, you can't even sell sort. I mean, we're going to talk more about body next week, a but, public figure, a religious figure, <laughs> you know, he's, yeah. uh, but before, long before Fuck That's Delicious and, you know, that that gave us the greater scope of the people in that, like, Action Bronson universe. Like, we had, before we really knew who, like, Mayhem Loren was, all we really had was his verses on Action Bronson and, like, some of his albums. And there's some decent mixtape stuff for if you like Mayhem Loren, like, his... Oh yeah, Mayhem, his, Mayhem's got his, bars. He's got bars too, and he's got sick rap songs. And check out Mayhem Loren's uh, uh, discography too, because if you like rap, rap, like that's all. It's just straight up New York stuff. So through that, through Action Bronson, you can find that. But the, I think the greatest gift of all is the bodyisms and the verses, uh, the scripture of Big Body, we should say is that every year we get a couple sprinkles 
of what body is capable of. And it's honestly, I think it's illegal of the lack of body that's out there. Yeah. I mean, big body Bez is like, uh, he's, uh, he, he's a staple on all of the action Bronson records. You'll hear him. He's screaming. Uh, what does he say? You know, uh, 3am standing on the corner in Latin Queens, all sorts of felony in my waist. Uh, yeah, he's, he, he just speaks the language of the streets, uh, of, of New York. Uh, and, and he just adds this crazy flavor and he's been there for a long time. He's working on this album body language with Harry fraud and the alchemist that should be coming out. Um, yeah, he's a, yeah, he's, he's a couple of the best body I got a 50 year old Puerto Rican with me. He don't even know my name but he's going to stab something for me. Yep. Yep. Your whole family loved me more than you. <laughs> yep. Catch me out on Fulton street, bench pressing the fiend. Yep. Had I your mean, moms on the motherfucking boogie board doing all types of stunts. Yep. <laughs> he just, every can't, time I come to your fucking crib, it better be a plate wrapped up on the stove motherfucker. Cause you know, I'm coming to eat. Fuck that. I don't want first. I want my seconds first. That's right. I eat right out of the motherfucking pot. Yeah. Uh, if you have, just... if you want to see more, just find him on Twitter at Big Body Bez NYC because he just tweets yeah. things like that all the time. Here's one. Well, they... no, those are specifically on action. Brand I know. Songs. And I'm saying those if people ones, want more, if you want yes, more, yes. go follow him because he tweeted this one. They told me my aggressive nature, street tactics, and love for leather will one day ruin me. Just imagine if I had braids and patience. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know what he's talking about, dog, but it sounds good. He's just screaming. I love it. Welcome home, Bobby Shmurda, young legend and a stand-up individual. Can't wait to see all the artists who's doing his dance and stealing his style and turn their back on him. Come back around. Streets are watching. Yeah, he's, he's very... Uh, if we've never been co-defendants, went half on revenge, experienced pain and glory, entered through a window together, we ain't grow up together. We just cool because you never felt the fire. Hashtag body language. He's he's very, uh, you know, I wished all the best for him because I love big body Bez. We make up our own bodyisms all the time. We used to do that when we were just like waiting for an Uber or something. Uh here it is. Real men don't gossip speaking negative on another man's name in an interview and trying to ruin his reputation for attention is not acceptable. This is why your baby father still smokes blue dreams. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Motherfucking big body. I'm back for the fucking sequel, man. You know, I had to come and spice this shit the fuck up. Mr. Fucking Sazone himself. I'm actually fucking wildin'. A lot of shit done motherfucking change now. Motherfuckers done come up. A whole lot of different motherfucking moves are being made. You know what time it motherfucking is. So my lifestyle done changed a little bit. All types of shit. Oh my God. There's one. Uh, there's one freestyle where Big Body <laughs> bends. It's the off top. And what does he say? Oh my God. I have to find it. Yeah, it's this one. Shouts out to all the motherfucking Dominicans out there in the Heights. All of that. 172, 174, Wylan. You already know, man. I don't even want a motherfucking ounce B. Give me 
motherfucking 40 dimes. That's how I want it. In a brown fucking bag. Oh, my God. In the... <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, yo, in the in this freestyle, it's called the uh, the off-top freestyle from Top Shelf Premium. If you get a chance to watch it, it's incredible. He says, these are some of the best lines of body that I've heard. I only want to be stabbed in silk. You can shoot me in leather. Um, you might have seen my barber on Gangland. <laughs> I'm Albanian, but I was Puerto Rican from 06 to 09, so you got to pardon me. <laughs> yeah, big body the 06 commissary king add the most fucking tunas in the house rice game soup game ridiculous man <laughs> i had all of that soap deodorant on stack ask about me two buckets under the bed <laughs> what an insane i just i love big body bez man he's he is some of the most inside insane uh, he brings the most insane energy and his like, his story is crazy because he was in jail. Uh, uh, and, uh, apparently he's dropping his single soon. It's called tears of a tiger, uh, and a video for it. Um, it's hilarious. Yeah. He he's the one who created the eight bodega command commandments. Uh, he, yeah, he's, Big Body Bez is just a huge character in a through line for all of the Action Bronson albums. And I, this is leading into what we're talking about next week, like Action Bronson and Fuck That's Delicious and Big Body Bez and Ma'am Loren and The Alchemist together as friends and hosting the show and doing all this stuff that they've obviously been together and making music together and connected for a long time. And you just love to see it. Like you just love to see all these dudes being dudes and just acting an absolute fool, but like hard, just coming with the hardest bars, the hardest street prophecies, proclamations, you know, I just love it. I just love all these dudes and it's just so good. Um, yeah. Action Bronson has been a huge part of our, of our lives playing his music at parties, hanging out and, and listening to it at the house when we live together, you know, watching FTD and watching all those shows, uh, you know, seeing him grow. I mean, we listened, what was it last summer that we drove to the cottage and we listened to, uh, only for dolphins from front to back. Like, I think so. Yeah. Excuse my sip. Yeah. I need some water. No, it's, uh, action Bronson's music's very, upbeat it's very hard it's it's just good times and like he's just a a good dude and like his music is just like ridiculous and over the top and it's just it's just fun like that's the thing about rap music is that sometimes it's not like it's not just like fun without like being like corny like yeah like like pop big pop singles and stuff like yeah that's like fun music but like Action Bronson is fun, but he still has bars and it's still like unique and it's still holy him. And it really, there's nobody as much as like, you know, we were talking about how much he sounds like a Raekwon or Ghostface or whatever Wu-Tang member. But he, Action Bronson really sounds wholly unique when like you put in all the aspects of him, of like his voice, who he is what he raps about, what he does, his music selection, his like team and stuff. It's, he's a very, 
he's very one of a kind guy. Exactly. That's what I was trying to say. He's so unique and so driven in his artistic and creative decisions, but you're very much on the, on the nose saying how funny is to listen to because he is, because like, as I was trying, that was what I was trying to say the whole time is that he like, he pulls in all these different influences and his experiences. And then he creates these bombastic characters and storytelling and, and does all this stuff, but it's fun to listen to, but it's bars, man. Like he's got bars. Yeah, Like he has verses about fixing a New York Knicks game. Like that's hilarious. (laughs) And that's fun. Like it's great. (laughs) I forget Uh, what song that is, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> and he also he also wrote a book too. Uh yeah. I haven't um, read that. But is it a cookbook or is it no, or it's I, like just a it's like a slight autobiography kind of thing? I think it's about him getting uh what's it called? Let's see here. I think it's called uh oh I keep spelling it wrong. Action Bronson book. I believe he has so he has uh uh two cookbooks stone beyond belief and mm. uh fuck that's delicious an annotated guide to eating well uh and then he has a, uh, a book that came out this year called fuck it i'll start tomorrow a true story uh and uh it's uh, uh, a brutally honest struggle or a brutally honest chronicle about struggles with weight food addiction and the journey to self-acceptance uh, and his signature voice action, Bronson shares all that he's learned in the past decade to help you help yourself. This isn't a roadmap to attaining a so-called perfect body. Instead, Bronson will share his journey to find confidence, keep the negative vibes at bay, stay sane, chill out, and not look in the mirror hoping to see anyone but yourself. It's not about losing weight. It's about being and feeling excellent regardless of your size and shape. It's about living fucking healthy, period. Um, so it's like self-help yeah, things. Uh, and, uh, that's the action Bronson vibe. And you know what? I got to say that, uh, is, uh, and so stone beyond belief. Sorry. I was, uh, uh, a, uh, it, it is a cookbook with 35 recipes, but it's, it's a hundred different entries on weed. It's just a book about mm-hmm. weed. Uh, uh, the ultimate love letter to, to the world's most magical plant, weed. Best-selling author, rapper, chef, and television star Action Bronson is a marijuana superhero, and Stone Beyond Belief is his masterpiece. This is an exploration of every corner of the pot galaxy, from highly scientific botanical analysis and the study of pot's medicinal benefits to a guide to the wild world of weed paraphernalia. It's also a very personal tribute to the substance Bronson refers to as life-changing, horizon-expanding, a conduit for happiness, a connector. Yeah. Weed, he it, loves his weed. He does. That's I something love, we haven't talked about. I remember watching the Joe Rogan episode, and Joe Rogan specifically posted a picture of the ashtray afterwards. And after like a two, three-hour interview, however long it was, there was like 10 blunts in the ashtray and it's like this man just lives in a cloud of smoke yeah man he's insane i don't know how this dude's not like passed out all day every day oh yeah i guess we should have covered that at the start too he he smokes a lot of weed and he raps about weed a lot too so you know yeah if you're into that too that's he's a he's a great he's a chef he's a weed connoisseur he's a tv uh tv star he's a rapper he produces some of his songs in in his later stuff uh, you know, he's wrote Stone Beyond Belief. He's wrote Fuck It, I'll Start Tomorrow. He did the Fuck That's Delicious uh, uh, cookbook. 
Um, you know, he's doing all that stuff and congratulations to that guy. Uh, Oh wow. You can buy all three of his books for 80 bucks. That's not bad. Shout out Amazon. I might have to do that soon. Cause like that's sick. Um, yeah. And, and also shit like again, a testament to his willpower. He decided I'm going to get healthy. And now he's probably lost like almost 200 pounds. Like the dude looks jacked. He's throwing around giant metal gorilla skulls. You know, he's he's yeah. He's, he's like he's wor- mon- now he's in the UFC game. He's you can play him at you can. He's a DLC character in the US, UFC game. So that's pretty wild. It's, Man's it's, come a long way. He's come a long from way. Just being a rapper he's a he's truly a jack of all trades he's a jack of all trades he love he he is he wears his influence and experience and, and himself on his sleeve honestly he's very you know open and honest and he's created this character this this artist identity across multiple platforms you know and he has a a a uh, uh, he, he got married and he has a new child and, uh, and he's trying to do the best for himself. He says there's, there's a new album coming in the near future as well. So he's still making music. He's painting, he's doing all this thing. This dude is, I just, I, I think that he's so outstanding. Uh, and, and he hasn't, the other thing is that he hasn't compromised his New York. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yes, something you love to see is when people who who ride for their their city, their borough, where they're from, and they don't allow that to be dulled by anything. And Big Body Bez, Mayhem Loren, The Alchemist, Action Bronson, they all ride for New York, but it's not in an annoying way. They just are who they are because where they lived and what they went through. And it's just incredible. I just love that. I love it. Um, yeah, I don't really, I, I feel like if we get go any further from here, we're going to start going into uh, the stuff about the TV show and all mm-hmm. that. Is there anything you else you want to talk about for action Bronson or, or uh... Uh, no? Uh, well, f- I guess uh, sh- production wise, like the alchemist, like, had thanks to action bronson for really opening my eyes to the alchemist because now the alchemist is just in the last three four years has just been on an absolute godly tear oh yeah like, people will write about like it. people will write about it fucking insane like listening like even listening to uh rare chandeliers and like his sampling is like okay this is like sick but now his shit his beats are just like otherworldly like is hearing him alchemist grow as well as a producer and like as an artist as well like creating the artwork for the new boldy james album and stuff and like just even like and you know still keeping his ear to the streets despite you know you know, seeing success with Action Bronson being Eminem's DJ. Yeah, like, I mean, Alchemist- still finding dudes like uh, and putting them on like Boldy James, Arm and Hammer, 
you know, fucking putting on like the Griselda dudes and shit. Like, like it's insane. Yeah. And Alchemist, Alchemist the thing is, is that Alchemist, he kind of had a second life through Action Bronson and, and, mm-hmm. and fuck that's delicious and all that stuff. Because I mean, in the, in the 2000s and the, and the 90s, Alchemist was well, like he was already established. Yeah. You know, like he was Eminem's DJ. He was producing for a ton of different people. Like I'm, a, I'm just pull it up real quick. I mean, I want to. I kind of want to talk about the Alchemist on a, on our own, uh, on our own. You know, because uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he started in 1991. He has his own label, Alk. Um, he's he's yeah, he did he, stuff. He did a lot of stuff like Prodigy. Yeah, Prodigy, uh, Willie the Kid, Schoolboy Q, Rock Marciano, Mob Deep, Griselda, Freddie. Well, Freddie Gibbs is new. Eminem, Earl Sweatshirt, and Domo Genesis during the uh, uh, Odd Future, like early 2010s. Um, the Dilated Peoples, Currency, Action Bronson, uh, Gangrene, Step Brothers, The Hooligans. He, he yeah, he, he, um, yeah, he, like, Alchemist and Prodigy came together for a studio album called return of the Mac. Uh, he did currency covert coop, 2011, no idols, yacht rock, rare chandeliers. But yeah, before that he was, he was doing, um, he was mainly just doing like, just, you know, he'd have beats on an album here and there. And, but then like when he started really focusing on just doing like, you know, conceptual albums with, rappers like that like took a whole turn like his stuff with like a currency uh his albums with freddie gibbs like is insane uh yeah yeah, just shout out to alchemist just probably absolutely best probably in my opinion best producer working today in hip-hop and you know what i think I think action bronson gave him a big boost that was necessary for his uh career in like public eye even though you know alchemist has always been you know absolutely killer on the beats but you know. yeah it's it's wild because he the alchemist started in the hooligans uh <laughs> with Sh- scott con the actor scott Hooligan, yeah. he was mudfoot and scott con was mad skills that's wild anyway in the late 1990s yeah that's when he he became a close associate of dilated peoples and mob deep and he went on to produce for tons of artists in the 2000s and was hailed as that of the genre's leading producers and was Eminem's DJ. And then he had a resurgence in the 2010s, which had him working with all the younger people, like we said. And now you're right, like watching him grow and watching him see like the stuff that he did with Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo's. Yeah, Alfredo's uh, insane. Incredible. Uh, the bold face EP with Boldy James, Lamb Over Rice, Fetty. Oh my god, just uh, so Lulu many. with Conway the Machine was insane project, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Rare Chandeliers, No Idols by Domo Genesis was sick. That's probably one of my favorite early, like, Odd Future. Like, that's when that came out when Odd Future was still a thing, and that was probably one of my favorite releases from that era of Odd Future as well. Uh, yeah, just shout out Alchemist. That's shout out Alchemist. Say. Yeah, Dude, Alchemist really is crazy. Just... Shout out Action Bronson. Shout out all the people that are involved in that. We're going to talk more Body, about it next time. Yeah. All their music all is great. On a music level, they're all just absolute. 
Like, Absolutely it, fantastic. Action Bronson is so good that I listened to a bunch of his music today and yesterday and, and last week. And like all of them are like all of their albums are good. It's so good that like with some artists, it's like you can, okay, we're going to talk about these albums because they're, they're the better ones. You know, we can focus on this, but with action Bronson, it's literally like every record is, is good. You know, like there's things that you can talk about about all of them. So it's hard because we're here making these vast, vague statements about it. But really you could listen to any, you could even listen to Dr. Lecter, his first album from 2011. And he's still got bars on it. Like he still goes, obviously Mr. Wonderful is the, uh, you know, Mr. Wonderful and blue chip 7,000 are his like big studio invested, uh, major things, but, but white Bronco is sick. Uh, only for dolphins is experimental and weird and wild. It's still got bars, sob stories, rules, well done rules, blue chips, one and two, like is action. Bronson is a fucking great rapper, artist, everything. And his paintings are sick. Some of them kind of suck, but some of them are really, really good. But I think that's also subjective, but you know, he had an art show. Like, come on. He has his own olive oil. What's going on with this guy? I love it. I love it. It's just, <laughs> it's just insane. You know? Hello? Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> There's a long pause there. I was like, just disconnect. Um, yeah. So I guess next week uh, we'll cover the TV shows. And we'll get a bit mm-hmm. more into it. I don't know if there's anything else. Should we add anything or? No, there's not much else to talk about, I think, without, you know, really bringing in all the other uh, assortments now. Because I think you really just had the, like, his music is just so great. And, you know, it was also a huge influence on me and, like, rap music for me. And, you know, Action Bronson's just one of my favorite rappers of all time. And I think that, that warranted a full episode of just talking about his music. But since he is just such a, you know, one of a kind guy. I believe that was a cat interruption. Yeah, that was a cat doing something. But, uh, yeah, since... Uh, his music is so great and influential to me. I think it warranted a full episode, but also all his other projects are also so awesome that it also warrants another episode. So I guess we'll get all back into it next week. Yeah. Next week's going to be the wild one. Cause fuck that's delicious is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we'll get into that next week and, uh, and we'll talk about all that stuff after that. Uh, my birthday pick, we're going to do uh, my f- probably favorite movie of all time or, uh, you know, maybe not. I don't know. It, it changes. All- Look, if, if you know me, you know how much I love this movie. We're talking about fucking Jurassic Park. OK, and it's going to be great because I love Jurassic Park and it's a great movie. It's a masterpiece. We are going to go deep into that. And then we have a uh, group show after that where we're going to have some fun friends on with us. And we're going to talk about a. Maybe if you've listened to all of our uh, Lazy Bird episodes, you may have heard us talk about this show before. That's the only hint that I'm going to give. But we're going to talk about uh, uh, a real uh, uh, a real banger of a TV show, but it might be a little bit out of left field for, for us two uh, Colson cis white men. But 
you know. We just have times to, are changing. Times are getting changing. wild. Yeah, you just have to. Birds uh, are getting wild. If you That's can't, if you can't, if you can't uh, love yourself, you know, how are you going to love anybody else? Can I get an amen? All right. So that was my hint. If you know the show, you'll know it. Uh, yeah, that's it. So we'll see you next week. Uh, you can follow me at Instagram at uh, P-A-L-M-R-E-A-D-R uh, on Twitter at P-L-M-R-D-R. Uh, different now, the Anxiety Weekend EP is now out on all streaming services. Go run that up for me. If you haven't listened to it, I'm very, very proud of it. Got more music coming in the next little while. Otis, what you got going on? Where can they find you? Uh, just follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Otis Morris hates on both of those. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, please follow uh, the Regicide uh, Facebook page if uh, you're on Facebook. And you know, through there, you can find some new stuff. Uh, I think, like I, I, people mentioned, we might do like a Patreon or like GoFundMe to do some like cool like tier stuff. And then, yeah, as I said earlier, so check that out on the Facebook page and follow them. Follow that on IMDb. Give it a like as well as Snowblind as well. Uh, please follow those movies uh, or independent Canadian filmmakers. Hell yeah. Support local artists, support independent filmmakers. We'll be back next week with Action Bronson Part 2. That's Fuck That's Delicious, Traveling the Stars, and the Untitled Action Bronson Late Night Show, plus all of the uh, hilarious YouTube videos and antics that they got up to. Uh, and we're going to be bringing in a whole lot more uh, uh, body. Uh, the streets the streets need it. Where is body language? Where is body language? Where okay. is body language? Apparently, apparently there's a single coming, though. So maybe next week we'll be like, Oh my God, body dropped this for a single. Let's cross our fingers and hope that that happens. All right, you guys, initiate the protocol. We'll see you next week. Peace.